and streaming online right now at FoxSportsRapidCity.com. From the biggest national names to the hottest local stories, welcome to the Nate Brown Show. Here's your host, Nate Brown. Afternoon to you. How are you? Thanks for being here. The Nate Brown Show is back. We are live right now from our downtown studio here on Fox Sports Rapid City, 106.7 FM, 1150 AM. Welcome in on the radio side. It's always a great day in the Black Hills, and I've got my pen out today. You can see this if you're watching the stream on YouTube, The Nate Brown Show. Subscribe to us on YouTube. You've got us. And also on Twitter, at Nate Brown Show. Follow the show. Watch us live. I've got the pen out. Well, I don't start the show with a pen in my hand very often. That's because I've been doing a little work here this afternoon. I've been marking W's by the games. Uh, W's and L's for the Denver Broncos regular season schedule and your Minnesota Vikings regular season schedule. So I got the pen out. I got the W and L's all situated. I worked on it a long time. I mean, just a just a feverish pitch here. I've been I've been at it. I got the Broncos record. I got the Vikings record. So we're going to have some fun with that um, on this Tuesday. Let's get into a lot of stuff today. A lot to cover. The Nate Brown Show brought to you in part by the Rehab Doctors, our partners, and when it comes to treating injuries without surgery, that's the team for pain relief without surgery. Neck pain, back pain, leg pain. The RehabDoctors.com. Pain relief without surgery. You have a choice for your medical care. No referrals necessary. Take your first step to feeling better. The RehabDoctors.com. Okay, on a Tuesday here on the program, Matthew Collar is going to join us. Vikings Insider for Purple Insider, live from the Twin Cities. So before I reveal my Vikings record and schedule here in, in mid-May, mid-May, the season's uh, um, be here before you know it. So we got to get this early on the record, okay? Before I get my season record out, I'm going to get Matthew Collar's take, purpleinsider.com, live from the Twin Cities. Also going to talk to South Dakota State Jackrabbit tight end, Tucker Craft. He's an NFL prospect. He's been a guy that's uh, been so good for the Jacks. He's back with South Dakota State. He's been, um, you know, people were trying to get him to transfer, basically, with name, image, and likeness. Tucker Craft, a Timberlake native South Dakota State Jacks tight end. Tucker Craft's going to join us live uh, coming up. Also, over to Wyoming, we're going to talk to Cody Tucker. Covers the Cowboys for 7220 Sports. The big picture of what would happen if FBS and some of these Power 5 big programs broke off and formed their own league separate of the NCAA, like took their college football playoff model and did that. What does that mean for a program uh, like Wyoming, near and dear uh, to our hearts, right? To my heart and to your heart. We'll talk uh, Wyoming's Cody Tucker, 7220 Sports. And this weekend, the Marshals are back at home, indoor football in Rapid City. They've had a tough stretch. There's no doubt about it. We'll talk to their head coach, Dante Dudley, about the season, um, new ownership coming in, and uh, the last couple of games coming up here at home for the Marshals. Head coach, Dante Dudley, he is on the way. A busy show. Let's get you on today. You can get on any way you want and uh, question my Broncos picks, any, anything you want. Oh, it's always fun, right? 720-1067, the Boss Pizzeria and Sports Bar, Sports Line Live. 
Your connection to the studio, 720-1067. Barron's Wilson text line. Mark that down. Text the show directly, 720-1067 on the Barron's Wilson text line. I want to start with a couple of things here. I'm going to go with the Broncos' um, season record for you very soon, okay? You're just, you're just on pins and needles. I mean, you are just waiting. See how much Kool-Aid I've been drinking? As a Broncos fan, how much, what, Russell-Aid? That's what my my friend Matt Kearney calls it. Matt Kearney's trademarked. He's trademarked it. Russell-Aid, Russell Wilson Kool-Aid. Not bad, Matt. Not bad. We'll see how much I'm drinking. That's coming up. But first, I want to I wanna reference this. Um, I want to reference this and ask this question of the day. So there's been talk and there's been people throwing out big things with college football. And so I wanted to get in the middle of this and I've said, I don't feel great about it and I don't exactly know what's going to happen, but if the power five top 50 programs, the big boys broke off and formed something different from the NCAA, Uh, essentially they got this name image and likeness rolling. They got all the money. They got all the players and they form their own deal under a college football playoff umbrella. Let's say they do that. I ask you today, I want to ask this question of the day as we start. So picture that 10 years from now, whenever that uh, may happen. And it's not just you know, grabbing at straws here. I mean, big name folks in college sports have been throwing this around. Notre Dame AD Swarbrick, Ohio State AD Gene Smith. I mean, some power players. Um, thinking about, well, in 10 years, we might just have our own thing uh, going, the, you know, the Power Five. So what happens, if that happens, you tell me what happens to the group of five college football programs. You, t- you tell me. That's, that's my question of the day, 720-1067, 720-1067, if you want to join us or hit us up on the Barron's Wilson text line. If the top college football programs broke off, let's say it's 50 of them. I just pull out that number. Maybe it's 40. Maybe it's 70. I I don't know. There's 130 FBS programs, right? But let's say you got the top half or more that break off, and and they're creating the revenue and, and the whole thing. What happens to the rest of college football? Do the small programs just keep on going as they are? They, they just keep on going and everybody's going to sing kumbaya and it's just fine because it's real college football and it's educational based and, and people are going to enjoy it and it's, it's how college football should be. So we just continue to follow the Mountain West and, and some of these conferences and some of these teams. The Cincinnati's, would they be in the top? Maybe they would. <laughs> by this matter, um, or would the small programs just just kind of survive? Would they just survive? Like, I'd say the FCS. You know, because people say, well, the FCS, it, it, it's surviving. I don't know if you'd say it's thriving, right? Some of these teams are leaving the FCS, so you've got this separate division in college football, you got the FBS, that's the big boys, and then you got the FCS, which which is surviving, but it's not uh, thriving. I think that's fair to say. Um, when it when I say thriving, I mean TV deals, money generated, um, interest. That that's what I mean by FCS. Or would the small programs eventually just kind of die out? Would they be able to even compete? 
because the big programs get all the recruits, have all the money, have all the TV viewers. They have everything, and would the, would the small programs eventually just die out? Eventually. It wouldn't happen tomorrow. But if the FBS big boys break off, what happens to the rest of college football, do you believe? My question of the day. Thanks for calling. You're live, and you go ahead. Well, it, it, it was already there last year, Nate. I mean, last year was more significant of the change in college football than I've ever seen. And I'm pretty much older than everybody that listens to you. Okay. So what do you mean? What do you mean? You, you, I know well, you have the Alabama, big boys. Alabama, Alabama gets beat by a trash team. And well, they Texas never A&M? You're talking about that? You're, you're saying yeah. that? Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. You lost the game, dude. <laughs> Oh, but you're Alabama. That's all right, buddy. I tell you what, we're going to keep in the top five. Okay, so is that all? You're that is good. that all? Um, no matter if care you about? on the field or not. Is that all people are going to care about? Is the Alabamas, the Ohio States, the A and M's? That's all we're going to care that's about. That's all they care about now. The majority of the TV. Okay. I don't watch okay. them. Okay. I watch it. I stay up late to watch that Pac-12 team that I make fun of. Um, Which one is that? I, I don't even care. <laughs> I have a hard time. Uh-huh. I have a hard time keeping track of what you make fun of. Which team is that? Pac-12. Well, it's all of them. It's oh, okay. all gone, Nate. <laughs> okay. It's all gone. Okay. Your football. I'm. I, see, I'm going to laugh at this. You guys ruined it. That's what I'm going to tell my grandkids. Here we go. Grandkids. Here we go. We love you. We just you know, love you. We didn't have this. You crap ruined everything. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we didn't have it though, Nate. It's all in your generation, man. You guys just hey. I'm going to pay Billy Thompson a million dollars. <laughs> now, Billy's never played a game of college football in his life. By the way, by the by way, God. hang on a second. This isn't us. This is the donors and the boosters. They're the ones that are stepping in. They're paying all this money because they want to win. They just want to win. They can't stand it. The elitists, they just want to win, so they'll pay whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So, and why is that even fun to watch, Nate? All right, so what happens to the small programs? You tell me. Do They're they going to di- be like high school football. You'll have your DAC conference. You'll have your MAC conference. You'll have your little, you know. So they survive, but, but barely. They'll survive, but who's going to watch them, Nate? I got you. They're going to lose that TV money. They're yeah, going to yeah. lose the money. I understand that. Now that's legitimate. Appreciate it, man. Thanks. I mean, I would pay to watch D2, but they're not going to put it on TV because me and the other five guys that like it <laughs> don't matter. Yeah, I know. Nate, I know. The little guy don't matter no more, buddy. It's just like your old great-grandpa said, son. Yeah, you get old, nobody cares about you. Get out of here. Why <laughs> right. old people are me? All you right. ruined my baseball. You're I got you. I got football. you. I, I, we're ruining everything. I, I got the thing here. I know the world's going to end tomorrow, but, hey, if not, there should be some good baseball somewhere. All right, buddy. Thanks. Good stuff today. Right. Thanks for getting in here um, on a Tuesday. It's it's a it's a serious question I have for you. Before I unveil the Denver Broncos 2022 season record, aren't you ready? I mean, you got a little time here. Let's have some fun on a Tuesday, okay? Um, I just just ask you if the top college football programs formed their own league, separate from the NCAA and 
This is the power five we discuss, basically, right? This is what I'm talking about. What happens to the group of five, these teams that we've seen over the years, the Boise States, you know, some of these programs, the UCFs, some of these programs that have made runs against the big boys, and we like seeing some of these games when we get to, right? You know, the little guy against the big guy. What happens if that that basically goes away and you've got the Power 5 League and then you've got everyone else. What do you think? Let's update the poll, 720-1067. Um, there's a listener text came in here. I want to get this one, find it. Uh, listener text, the smaller programs dry up and blow away. Dry up and blow away. Now, that's interesting you say that because I said here I'm very concerned about that. And, and, you know, people say, oh, don't, it's not a five-alarm emergency here. It's not going to happen the next year or the next three years, okay, after this whole deal. If this whole deal shakes out, the group of five, they'll, they'll stay with it. They'll grind through it. They'll try and find some new teams, and maybe they add North Dakota State. Maybe South Dakota State jumps out of FCS and gets in the mix in the Mountain West. And so, so they'll try and provide some of this uh, excitement early on. Hey, we, we've got college football still here at the mid-tier group of five level. But um, that's not going to feed the Bulldog. And what I mean by that, I don't know if they can thrive, survive long enough because they're going to lose the money from the college football playoff. I mean, they get some money from that right now. The college football playoff shares money with all of these teams that they don't give a rip about. They don't give a rip. The college football playoff and the big boys, they don't give a rip about Boise State, San Diego State, Fresno State Air Force. They don't give a rip. And so you start thinking about the money lost on their own TV deals, and then we don't get some revenue sharing and, and the whole thing. And then we were going to expand the college football playoff. That's what was on the uh, cusp of happening here. We were going to go to 12 teams, and more group of five teams might get in the college football playoff and get even more money. And so if we go the other way, and they form their own thing, and now the group of five is not only not in the college football playoff, they're not even in the conversation. We got trouble. And I mean big trouble. Um, so here's listener text. I'll pull this up. 720-1067, your take on it. Nate, FCS is still viable. I'm not sure I agree with you that it will kill the bottom 50 programs. I'm worried about it. And you say FCS is viable. Um, it is, but I, I go back to that as I started the show. I think it's surviving. They lose teams every year. Some of the major programs, some of the major brands, even at the FCS level. And North Dakota State's kind of looking around sometimes going, what, what are we doing? What, what's left? What's left? South Dakota State's now really, really good in the FCS level. But when it comes to making dollars, and I mean making dollars, some of the group of five teams have a tough enough time, let alone the FCS. They lose money. FCS. The TV viewers aren't there. The, that means the money is not there in the contract deals. And so FCS is, is viable as a fan. We like it as a fan, right? I'll watch SDSU, NDSU, USD all day. I mean, I'm plugged in on that. I, I've watched FCS football for a long time, from the Grizz to the Bobcats in Montana. 
Nice programs, popular programs, supported up there. In the big picture, though, nobody's making enough money. Nobody is really viable in the national picture. In the regional picture, we are. In the national picture, FCS football is not even thought about, frankly. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's not even uh, thought about in the national conversation. So that's where I say FCS viable for us as fans here, yes. Nationally, no. And if you go group of five is knocked out of the power five, I think we got, uh, I think we got trouble. Let's see what you say. 52% of you voting say the smaller programs, group of five, will be okay if this were to happen. Top college football programs break off. 52% of you say small programs would still be okay. 30% the small programs would benefit more from this. And then I think what you mean is, well, people are going to actually like college football. It's not pay for play and, and that whole thing. That that might be nice in a little note, you know. We, oh, that's cute. That's 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 nice, but I don't know if they would benefit more. Nineteen percent of you say the small programs would eventually die. Ouch! But only nineteen percent of you say the small programs would eventually die. I hope not. I really, really hope not. I love college football right now, and um, I hope it doesn't have this big tipped on its ear, and we got. You know, people reeling. We got programs in the group of five wondering what's going to happen next. Um, you let me know. Question of the day as we start the Nate Brown Show this Tuesday. Yeah, it's it's uh, something I, I'm concerned about. If that happens and the big guys break off, some of the college football I've watched over the years is Mountain West football. I've, I've, I watch it every weekend, and I love it. Love Mountain West football, right? Watched it when my brother played over there. It's uh, it's what I'm I'm dialed in on, and uh, I don't think it'll be nearly nearly the same, and not nearly the respect that they have even now as part of the FBS. There's going to be this other. Well, this is the real college football players. These are the real college football teams. I I would hate to see it. Um, here we go. You know what I'd love to see on a Tuesday, just random on the Nate Brown Show? Hey, NFL schedules are out. And so the Denver Broncos schedule is out. We know where the Broncos are playing, what time, who, and I've got it. I brought the pen just in case I need to make some adjustments. You guys might talk me into this. I'm not sure, but just in case I need to make some adjustments, I got my pen right here. And I've got, I'm going to start with the Broncos season win total. Okay, and I'm going to go game by game. You give me six minutes. Okay, this is quality, quality thought. Six minutes, and I'll tell you what the Denver Broncos record is going to be in 2022. Let's start with the big game, Monday Night Football, September 12th at Seattle. Everybody thinks the Seahawks are going to be so motivated, so good. Frankly, they're not good. They're going to have Drew Locke as the quarterback. Are we, are we too worried about that? I'm not too worried as a Broncos fan anymore. I think the Seahawks fans should be worried. Monday night football, Broncos at Seattle. You think Russell Wilson's going to go in there and lose? Um, you know, take a rain check on that one. That's a W right away. Broncos 1-0. Then they come back home. Home opener against maybe the worst team in the league? Give me, it's Houston. It's Houston. They might be the worst team in the league overall. Broncos, Sunday afternoon, mile high, home opener for Russell Wilson. The juice is going to be rolling. 
and the Kool-Aid is going to be uh, flowing. Uh, Broncos meet Houston. That's an easy one. They're 2-0. and Broncos back at home, San Francisco week three. 49ers scare me. Solid team, solid coach, solid culture, good defense. They scare me. San Francisco scares me. You know what doesn't, though? The quarterback situation, is it Trey Lance? Is he going to be in his third start, or or is Jimmy still going to be in the mix? And Lance isn't ready. That's a big question mark. So here on May 17th, I'll take the Broncos there over the 49ers as well. The Broncos are 3-0. Now it's to Las Vegas. Sunday, October 2nd, Raiders. I don't like it. I think sometimes you're going to see Russell Wilson of the Broncos be human. Yes, it's not going to be a big party all year. I'm going to be honest with you. The Broncos lose at Las Vegas in their first AFC West test. So the Broncos lose to the Raiders on the road October 2nd. And if God willing, I might be at that game. Let's mark that one down, okay? I might be at that game. Maybe a Las Vegas trip in my future. Then the Broncos back at home versus the Colts. Matt Ryan is is what he is. The Colts are fine. It's a close one. Sunday night foot, or I should say Thursday night football. Give me the Broncos, another prime timer at home over the Colts. You bet. I'll take Broncos beating Indianapolis. Broncos are four and one at the Los Angeles Chargers. We've had a nice time. We've had a nice time at the Chargers, okay? It hasn't been a problem, even when we've been bad. Hasn't been a problem. Give me the Broncos winning at the Chargers. Justin Herbert's good. The Chargers don't really make me as nervous as everyone else uh, thinks they do. So I'll take the Broncos over the Chargers. By the way, we're up to the Jets at Denver. That's uh, another win for the Broncos. We beat the Jets, no problem. No problem. Um, the Jets are going to be better, but not good enough yet. Zach Wilson, I think, is going to be better, just not quite good enough yet. He had a tough time against Denver last year. So Broncos beat the Jets. Then it's over to London. Over to London. Well, they got to play the Jaguars. I know they spent a lot of money. Doug Peterson, the head coach, they'll be better. Anything's better than Urban Meyer's experiment. But I'm not too worried. Broncos across the pond beating Jacksonville. See the theme here early on? The schedule's so easy. This is a cakewalk in the early going. So I'll take Denver over Jacksonville. And at that point, the Broncos will be six, or I should say seven and one. The Broncos will be seven and one entering their bye week. Mark it down on the Nate Brown show. You heard it here first. Seven and one entering their bye week in November. Seven and one. And you're thinking Super Bowl title is coming. But here we go now into the second half. At Tennessee, I don't love it. I think they'll lose. They don't play well out east. Tennessee's good enough. They're going to slow us down. It's going to be muddy. It's going to be a mess. I'll go the Titans over the Broncos at Tennessee. Broncos are 7-2. and two. Then it's back home with the Raiders. Got to get revenge, and we'll get it in Denver. It's going to be November 20th, getting a little cool. Just right to beat the Raiders at home. Broncos beat Las Vegas. They split in that series this season. Now it's out east again at Carolina. That's going to be a win. At Carolina's a win because the Panthers, not great. We know that. You don't have a QB. You don't have much. They're not going to be good. Broncos beat Carolina. Back out to Baltimore. Back to back to the East Coast. Back to back. What's Roger Goodell doing? They got to go back to Baltimore. That's a loss. We're not going to win back to back. So three trips in four weeks out east. Tennessee, Carolina, Baltimore. Broncos are going to lose two of those. 
one including to the Ravens, um, then back home against the Chiefs. Juiced and ready. Sunday night football. Chiefs finally lose to Denver. It's been a long time. Been a long time. The Broncos get them at home in Denver. They beat Kansas City. And then they beat Arizona. Kyler Murray, will he be happy still? December 18th, Kyler Murray in Arizona. They beat Arizona at Denver as well. But they wrap up the season like this. Loss at the Los Angeles Rams, not good. Loss at the Kansas City Chiefs, not great. And a win to close out the year at home against the Chargers. So there it is, 17 games for the Denver Broncos, my Denver Broncos and yours, and I have them splitting with Kansas City, splitting with the Raiders, sweeping the Chargers, and losing some tough ones at Baltimore, at Tennessee, at Las Vegas. But it all turns out to be what? Broncos 12-5. and five. That's what that record looks like to me. Broncos 12-5. and five. Will you roll with me on that? Are you going to roll with me on that? 12 and 5? Not too much Kool-Aid? A little bit. A little bit. Not too much. That's fair, right? It should be. That's the expectation. You're expected to uh, be right in the mix with the AFC West. you got to be in the mix and a playoff team. 12 and 5 will get them there. Back with Matthew Collar. What about the Vikings? You want to know this, right? I've got that season debut record coming up. Matthew Collar, Purple Insider. What's his take on the Vikes? They open up against Green Bay next. From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. Rapid City in the Black Hills, if you're shopping for a new vehicle before you buy, stop by Gateway, one of our two locations, 123 Omaha or 410 North Campbell. We specialize in credit rebuilder programs. We specialize in finding you the rarest cars in the market. We specialize in the funnest car buying experience. If you have good credit, bad credit, no problem. We specialize in people. Gateway Autoplex with one of the largest inventories in the Black Hills. I'm Scott Anna. And I'm Adam Ray. And nobody, I mean nobody, beats a Gateway deal. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Lows level off around 51 tonight under partly cloudy skies with a chance for scattered thunderstorms. Westerly winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. Sunshine mixed with clouds at times tomorrow. Highs level off around 72. Partly cloudy tomorrow night. Lows it down to about 52. Chance for scattered showers Thursday and Friday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 67. Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer from Denny Menholt Toyota. Use your phone. It's fast and easy. Pull up our website, click on Value Trade-In, scan your VIN, and tell us about your car. You are on your way to a no-hassle, no-commitment cash offer on your vehicle in under five minutes. Bring your vehicle and your Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer to Denny Menholt Toyota and get cash or trade-in credit today. See you soon at Denny Menholt Toyota, Rapid City. You pick the concert you want to see at Deadwood Mount Grand and leave the rest of First Gold Gaming Resort. Our concert packages include a room for two at First Gold, $40 in promo play in our casino, two breakfast entrees the next morning, a pair of prime seats to the show, and transportation to and from Deadwood Mountain Grand and First Gold. Prices start as low as $202 for two people. So book your concert getaway at First Gold today by calling 800-274-1876. 
somewhere. Going higher, faster, farther. Going in new directions, to new places. At Monument Health, we keep going so you can keep going. We're dedicated to advanced orthopedic care. With the latest innovations, technology, expertise, and treatment. So keep exploring. Keep making memories. Keep going with Monument Health as your partner. Learn more at monument.health/orthopedics. Hi, it's Colin Cowart. Great to be in the Black Hills. Getting the herd weekdays, 10 to 1, 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show. We are live on Fox Sports Rapid City. I can't believe your guys' reaction to my Broncos season projection. I mean, I can't believe your reaction. You do understand the Broncos are, you know, they got Russell Wilson. They got great talent on defense. They're, they're going to be in pretty good shape. A fairly favorable schedule to start the year. You do understand that. Uh, listener text coming in here. 720-1067. I got quite a few of them, but here's one. Nate, what in the world are you smoking? <laughs> I always love that. It will take Russ at least a year to find his leadership in Denver. I'll give you seven. What? What? Seven wins? We're gonna we'd end up firing the coach. Nathaniel Hackett, we, we, we wouldn't uh, re-sign Russell Wilson to a long-term deal if he'd only get seven wins. That'd be a Russell experiment one year. See ya. Oh, that better not happen, I'll tell you. Broncos season ticket holders would be on a revolt. Seven wins? You're going to tell me he's going to be no better? No better than what we've seen? I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that. Um, okay, so what do you say? The reaction is um, the Broncos' win total is is what I'm asking you. Listeners voting right now, 51% say the Broncos are going to be under 10 wins. 51% say the Broncos are going to be under 10 wins. This is out of control. Um, let's go to Matthew Collar. Let's talk Vikings. I'm, I'm going to do that next. But I said I got to get Matthew Collar on first. I was going to get him on later in the show, but I said I want to get him on first so he can give me some insight. But I got my Vikings record here. I got my pen handy. I've got the record for the Vikings. Matthew, I appreciate your time. How are you? Are you there? Oh, sorry, Nana, I'm on mute. I'm doing good. Sorry okay, no that. worries, no worries. Um, okay, so I'll, I'll get into this, and I don't know if you've went through game by game by game, but when you look at it now, we know who they're playing, where they're playing, when they're playing. Is the Vikings schedule tough? How do you rank it? Um, I think that there's a lot of variables that will determine that. I mean, maybe that's a cop-out answer, but when you go down the schedule, What's a sign is a lot of quarterbacks that, you know, we're really undecided on. I mean, if you look at just even starting with someone like Justin Fields in the division, I think we all have seen enough quarterbacks go from year one to year two and take a big jump to think 
that it's possible for Justin Fields, but also when you look at that roster for the Chicago Bears, very possible that you know he still struggles. Um, they have to face Zach Wilson, who you know they're looking for a big jump out of Jalen Hurts, who Philadelphia is talking about, you know, putting AJ Brown next to him and, and getting him a big jump. So if a lot of these quarterbacks take steps forward, um, the Vikings are going to have it in pretty tough. If these quarterbacks fail. Uh, then the Vikings could have a pretty easy schedule considering that you know the Lions probably aren't ready to win yet. Uh, the Bears are still going to have some tough times. Um, and, you know, they're facing uh, an AFC East that has one team that's really, really good in Buffalo and everybody else has major questions. So, yeah, I think that one falls under we're going to have to wait and see because right now there's so much – that's undetermined. My initial impression is that it's probably more toward the middle of the league than anything. I, you know, I, if some of those quarterbacks improve and some don't, we're probably saying that you know they didn't have the the toughest schedule in the league, but they didn't have the easiest either. Okay, I look at the AFC East, and you said, hey, you're worried about Buffalo. Vikings are at Buffalo November. That that's a tough one, and I'm just trying to get a sense for. You know, how tough some of these other games are outside of the AFC, some of these at Philly early on. Um, how tough of a game is that at Philly? Uh, yeah, I think that one's going to be pretty tough. I mean, first of all, it's at Philly, and that's never an easy place to play. But also, I think that uh, even if we put Jalen Hurts aside, the Philadelphia Eagles have really rebuilt their roster incredibly well over the last couple of years after they had that one down season in the final year of Doug Peterson. Um, there, there is part of me that says that last year they kind of just barely squeaked into the playoffs and maybe they had a pretty favorable schedule last season, but going out and getting A.J. Brown is a true game changer because uh, someone named Quez Watkins was their second leading receiver last year, and now it's you know A.J. Brown gets to be paired with Devontae Smith, and I think that the biggest thing with you know, any quarterback that's unproven is what can you put around them? And the Philadelphia Eagles have put um, a lot around Jalen Hurts, including a very good offensive line. I don't really love that matchup for the Vikings because of that, because when the Vikings play teams with really good opposing uh, offensive and defensive lines in recent years, they tend to struggle. Um, but Philadelphia is definitely one of those teams with the major question marks of like how strong will they be really, and can they carry over what they did last year? Hardest game on the schedule, Buffalo, Dallas, or Green Bay? Yeah, I mean, I think that going to Buffalo is for sure difficult in November where you could run into a snowstorm. But at Green Bay in January, I mean, it doesn't get any harder than that. Um, you know, I looked up kind of historically how often the Vikings have gone down to Lambeau and uh, beaten Green Bay. It's not that often when it comes to either December or January. I think they're three and eight since 2000 when they've had to do it in either December or January. I mean, that's that's Aaron Rodgers' house. That's the place where they're most comfortable. And then you're going in there um, in, in freezing temperatures with, you know, by that point your roster's beat up. And I think that's where um, you usually have the most – uh, you know, emerging uh, good quarterbacks matter the most uh, when when your rosters are beat up and when the circumstances are difficult. So, yeah, I mean, I think that those uh, that those two, the Buffalo and Green Bay ones, certainly are the most difficult for a dome team here in Minnesota to go to either one of those two places. But um, in the division is probably the toughest one. Matthew Toller, Vikings writer, PurpleInsider.com. His site, find him on Twitter, at Matthew Collar. Um, so I look at it, and I, I went through it game by game, K, L's, L's, W, W. 
Um, I've got them going 0-2 right away at home against Green Bay at Philadelphia. This is not a huge deal, but I've got them going 0-2. What do you say about the opener at home? It's it's one of those things. Well, Minnesota beat them last year at home. Can they get it in, in week one? Yeah, I mean, I think there's, there's two schools of thought there. I mean, number one is that you're debuting a new head coach and a new scheme and a new uh, defensive system against a team that's won 13 games for three straight seasons, and that's really hard to do. Um, but I also think that, you know, if you're Kevin O'Connell, you get the friendly confines with weeks and weeks to prepare for the Green Bay Packers to have them week one. If they're week four or five, you're kind of in the midst of the season. Uh, also, you know, I think fans get an opportunity to really want to come out for that one, to be as loud as they could possibly be. I remember last year, Aaron Rodgers commenting after the game, they're like, oh, the fans weren't really as loud because people were miserable about the team by the time they played at home. In this case, uh, they won't be there yet. So, I, I mean, I do think it's always a tough matchup when you're talking about facing Rodgers, facing the Packers. I mean, you could do it uh, in a cornfield in Wisconsin, and it would still be really hard, or you could play it in, uh, you know, in Florida, and it would be really hard. But, um, you know, I think it, it does – I think it benefits the Vikings to have that week one, force Green Bay to go on the road and have their, their home team and have plenty of time to prep. But, I mean, you know, the Packers are expected to – far and away win this division, so it's obviously going to be a tough one. Okay, uh, I just saw this number as far as how much money the Vikings are spending when it looks to this when it comes to the salary cap um, and allocating for offense for defense. The number I saw: Vikings are spending the twelfth most in the league on offense, and they're spending the eighth least amount on defense. Whoa, what should we take away? Yeah, I mean, Kirk Cousins costs a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, this is uh, maybe the, the thing that will be questioned the most um, throughout the season if they have a very similar year to the last few seasons is why they had to extend Kirk Cousins. I mean, he was set uh, to go into the final year of his deal, and they had trade talks with other teams and ultimately decided it was the best idea to keep him, but then, you know, they're still working on that defense on a shoestring budget. They've done a lot of the same things that they've done in the past. They've taken some shots on some free agents like Darius Smith and Patrick Peterson that they're hoping kind of hold up. Um, and they're hoping that there's some next level to Kirk Cousins that we've never seen. And I mean, of course, fans are always going to talk themselves into like, oh, you know, something's different this year, so maybe the results will be different. But that's kind of been every year. It's not always a new coach, but it's a new offensive coordinator. It's a new system. It's a new this or that. And it still ends up with seven, eight wins the last few years. So I think there's plenty of reason to be skeptical. It's also the reason why, um, you know, people talk about Kirk's contract so much, because if he was making half that, you could pour so much more money into the defense that, that they're not able to do. So, yeah, I think that's that's the number one thing that I take away from that. Matthew Collar on tonight, PurpleInsider.com. I know it's early, but do you have a sense for the Vikings record? Well, when I did the W's and L's thing, I came up with nine and eight. Um, you know, it's it's this kind of the same old song and dance. I mean, last year I remember doing the same exercise and ending up with ten, and then they they had eight, and I think you know maybe the year before I had nine and they got seven. It's sort of just in that ballpark, right? Like 
Um, you know, you can look at somebody's power rankings might have them in the middle of the league. Somebody's might have them in the back of the league. And I think it's, it's probably closer to the middle, but it's not all that close to the top. And if you finish with the 13th best record in the NFL, as the ESPN power rankings that came out today said, the football power index, I don't know that that's a lot different than years past, right? Like That's not much of an improvement. So I, th- I think that they've got to pretty much hit on every bet that they've made this offseason to change that uh, being in the middle. It would be very surprising to me if they were anything better. Than that. I get the sense, Matthew, that, that, that the Vikings are, you think, stuck in the middle. They're stuck in the middle. What should Vikings fans think if it's like, well, we're not going to be much better than 9, 10 wins, so we're not going to be that good. What should the Vikings fans think, and meaning what should they have done? Yeah, I think if, that's, if that ends up being the case, if they end up with 8 or 9 wins, that Vikings fans should be furious with their new leadership for doing the same things that their past leadership did. I mean, everybody loves the Albert Einstein quote of like what's the definition of insanity but i mean that feels about appropriate for this um i'm having the same conversations that i had last off season with rick spielman and mike zimmer and you know i think players are trying to say oh yeah well this year's different because kevin o'connell's a nicer guy i mean that's great but i don't know how many wins that's worth i think mike zimmer was a pretty good coach overall over his career so you know kevin o'connell has to reach a fairly high bar to even be as good at coaching as mike zimmer was um, so, but I think if they win, if they win 12, 13 games and they prove us all wrong, then they could say, "Hey, we knew it all along. We're smart. You're dumb." But if they don't, I think it would it would have been a thing where we could all see coming that they would be mediocre again, and then they will not have made progress toward at some point being a lot better, um, especially with not without flexibility at the quarterback position for this year. So, yeah, I mean, I think that uh, I think Vikings fans are in kind of a tough spot here, where it's, it's the worst place to be in sports is stuck in the middle. Okay, why would Peter King, veteran NFL writer, say? The Vikings are a sneaky, deep playoff team. A sneaky, <laughs> deep playoff team. I mean, look, you might be right, but uh, there's always, every offseason, there's always one. There's always somebody who says, hey, watch out for those Vikings. But, <laughs> I mean, do I, do I have to be that guy? They have won 13 games, what, or more, twice since I've been alive, like I'm just like that's usually the threshold to be a really great team is 12, 13 games. They have to have so many things go right for them to win 12 or 13 games. All right, Matthew Collar on tonight, purpleinsider.com. I think we were just done. I think I just lost him. Um, purpleinsider.com, Matthew Collar, uh, Vikings writer from the Twin Cities. Yeah, just cut out. <laughs> just, just cut out at the end. Um, his pick is 9-8. and eight. Matthew Collar, PurpleInsider.com from the Twin Cities. He goes, Vikings regular season, 9-8. and eight. What is your favorite objective Vikings analysts think here on Fox Sports Rapid City, which is me, your favorite objective? I, I don't drink the Kool-Aid like I do with the Broncos. You know, you know, people accuse me of being a Broncos homer or a Broncos hater sometimes when I get frustrated. But the, with the Vikings, I'm just fair and balanced. I mean, I am just objective as all get out. So what is the Vikings' real record? I got my pen. I've got the W's and L's lined up. Matthew Collar says 9-8. and eight. 
I'll tell you what the record is next. You're listening to the only live and local sports talk show in the Black Hills. The Nate Brown Show on FoxSportsRapidCity.com and live on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. June 4th. Kenwood Moto presents all-in freestyle motocross and pro arena cross race. X Games athletes, motocross racing, snowmobile backflips, giveaways, meet and greets with top riders. See unbelievable tricks with the pros flying over 75 feet gaps. Featuring Jeremy Twitch Stenberg, Genki Watanabe, Winter X Games snowmobile medalist Willie Elam, and more. June 4th days of 76 event complex. For more details, go to deadwoodallin.com. Insurance. We all need it to protect our homes, health, businesses, and belongings. But having adequate coverage is just the beginning. You also need the support of professionals who stand by your side to protect what's important to you. Fisher Rounds & Associates combines the coverage you want with the commitment you need. Fisher Rounds & Associates. At your service, at your side. With offices in Pier, Mitchell, Watertown, Sioux Falls, and Rapid City. Hi, folks. Kevin McPherson, McPherson Auction Company. On today's online-only auction, we have motorcycles, four-wheelers. We have a John Deere riding mower, flatbed trailers, cargo trailers, gooseneck trailers, utility trailers of all kinds. We have a John Deere 850 dozer. We have a Fiat Alice 218 dozer, a Galleon 118 grader, New Holland 185 skid loader, and attachments. There's tools. There's a Lincoln wire feed welder, a portable sawmill, you name it. That's all closing this evening at 6 p.m. For more details, go to McPhersonAuction.com. Ever since Barron's Wilson Funeral Home first opened their doors in Rapid City 140 years ago, they have continued to make personal service their number one priority. In your time of grief, they offer a personal touch by being at your side through every step of the funeral process. They answer difficult questions and guide you toward other professional services you may need. See for yourself the wide variety of services they can provide for you by visiting their website at barronswilson.com. Chatting with Brian at Anytime Auto Sales, you know people are restless with all that's going on in the world and they're ready to get out and travel. And we're here to help you take care of all your automotive needs before that big road trip. From oil changes, batteries, to charging your AC system, starting at just $149 for most vehicles. Just a one-stop shop. Absolutely. Plus, we carry over 30 brand-name tires and have deals as good as anywhere and flat out the best brake deal around at just $329 per axle with new pads, rotors, and a lifetime warranty. Hey, I know you guys can handle just about anything. Plus, you're an ASC and AAA-approved repair facility to boot. Yes, sir. Our shop and mechanics have passed thorough testing in all of the disciplines of automotive repair to achieve these AAA and ASC certifications. Check out Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail, folks, for a happy and affordable motoring life. The place to trust. Your complete AAA and ASC certified automotive repair specialist. See AnytimeAnytime.com. And, of course, at the corner of Highway 79 in East Minnesota. Anytime Auto Sales. We all know life's busy, and if you get sick, you can get behind pretty quick. That's where Black Hills Urgent Care comes in. No appointments needed, no long waits, just fast, affordable care to get you feeling better quicker. Black Hills Urgent Care has two locations in Rapid City on Haynes Avenue and Mountain View Road. You can simply check in online at bhucare.com. That's with the letter U, bhucare.com. When you need care, see the team at Black Hills Urgent Care, the faster way to get better. Hi, this is Dan Patrick. Remember to catch me weekday mornings from 7 until 10 a.m. right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 a.m. Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, back to Rapid City Sports Talk Show, the Nate Brown Show. Nate. 
show on a Tuesday. How you doing today? It's always a great day in the Black Hills. Remember that? A little moisture out there today, huh? A little moisture, some storms rolling through. Fox Sports Rapid City. Um, well, we're just throwing out the records today for the Broncos and the Vikings. It's time to do that. It's it's uh, much too early, but it's time to do that. The schedules are out, so we always do that early. Then I revisited there in August. I'm like, kind of see and um, I'm always so positive with the Broncos, right? I've had them at 10 wins um, the last five years. I've had them, <laughs> and that hasn't worked out so much. And now I've got them at 12 and 5, and you guys still think I'm over the number. You still think I'm over the number, even with the Russell Wilson experience. I'm going to be cooking, cooking in Denver, man. And you guys think I'm crazy going 12 and 5 for the Broncos. That was my projection as we started the show. And now I got to go Vikings. Now I got to go Vikings. First, I ask you, though, um, second question of the day the Denver Broncos will win how many games in 2022? So you guys tell me. You tell me. I'm really interested in this. We got Broncos country excited. Do we have the Broncos haters? See, I knew this would happen, too. I knew this would happen. I told my Bronco buddies, and I said, hey, the Broncos have been bad for the last five, six years, and I mean bad, so all the Bronco haters have been, you know, just enjoying it, and they haven't uh, said much. Now, with Russell Wilson coming to town, here come the Bronco haters. The Bronco haters, you know, the same guys that hated Elway and the championships and, and all that. They're coming back. You guys are coming back for us. So I want to see where you're at. The Denver Broncos will win how many games in 2022? 720-1067 on the Barons-Wilson text line. Okay, let me know. Uh, by the way, I've got four tickets to the Marshalls game for this Saturday uh, for a random winner on the text line for our question of the day. A little Broncos trivia. Little Broncos fun. Denver Broncos will win how many games in 2022? I got four tickets. We'll pull out a winner for Saturday night's Rapid City Marshals indoor football game. If you haven't experienced that one, I've got four tickets. Um, we'll pull it off the Barons Wilson text line uh, through some submissions there. Tell me how many games the Broncos will win. Let's get an update on the poll. 49% of you say under 10, 44% say just over 10. So like 10, 11, 7% of you are with me, 12 or more. I got them at 12 and 5, and I'm in the 7% of uh, Kool-Aid drinkers. <laughs> Maybe that's the case. Um, let's see. Uh, here's one. I agree with you, Nate. The over-under in Vegas for Denver is 10 and a half, and you got to go the over. Okay, okay, I'm with you. So you're saying 11 or 12 like me, I think. Okay, 720-1067. Let me know. On the Barons Wilson text line, how many games do you have the Broncos winning? How many games do I have the Vikings winning? That's the uh, that's the question of the day for me. So I come at this even, Steven. Okay, I come at it even, Steven, right down the middle. I don't hate the Vikings at all. As a matter of fact, I want the Vikings to have success. I really do. My brother. Well, I got one brother that's a Broncos fan like me, and I got one brother that's been a Vikings fan, and I think he just did that to tick us off. And I think he just did that to tick us off. He had to be different. So he's been a Vikings fan through and through. So I want my older brother to have some success here. So let's start it. Vikings schedule, let's roll through it on the Nate Brown Show. 
opening up at home U.S. Bank Stadium against Green Bay. We're all excited, and then we won't be because the Vikings aren't going to beat Green Bay in their home opener at Minnesota. They'll lose to Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. We think they're going to win. They won't. Vikings lose to Green Bay at Minnesota. Then it's out to Philadelphia next week. Monday night football. Prime timer. Oh, we know Kirk can't play at night. Oh, come on. Don't go there. Well, that's what everybody says, and it's at Philadelphia. I don't like that. Tough environment. Jalen Hurts, I think, has gotten better. He's not very good. I don't think he's great. But he's better, and the Vikings will lose at Philly on the road Monday night football. Vikings start the season 0-2, and we're going to be on the Nate Brown Show going ballistic. We're just going to be going crazy because Kirk Cousins and the Vikings are just in so much trouble. They're going to be 0-2. And then wait, and then wait. Here it goes. Vikings win at home against Detroit. Vikings win. Across the pond against New Orleans. I'm not worried about the Saints. QB situation, a little dicey. Saints not going to be nearly as good. So the Vikings win Detroit. Across the pond against New Orleans. Vikings again at home against Chicago. They win that one. Vikings go on the road to Miami. Everybody thinks they get all these weapons. No, don't, don't worry about it. I'll take the Vikings at Miami. And are you kidding me? Into the bye week, the Vikings have reeled off four in a row, and now all of a sudden we're back, Minnesota happy, four and two. We're all Minnesota nice to each other. Minnesota happy, four and two into the bye week. Then here it is. They'll stay hot. I'll give them a win against Arizona at U.S. Bank Stadium. If that was on the road, I don't love it, but they could have beat them last year, should have beat them last year. Remember the field goal? Remember the miss, right? The miss at Arizona. So they get Arizona at home. Give me that W for the Vikes. Give me another win at Washington. Carson Wentz will be a mess, I think, by then, (laughs) possibly. Um, Give me a win there. Then they lose here, three in a row. They lose at Buffalo. They lose against the Cowboys. They lose against the Patriots. You wouldn't think so, but Bill Belichick shuts Kirk Cousins in that offense down, and they lose against the Patriots at Minnesota Thursday night football. Then they'll beat the Jets. They'll beat the Lions in a sweep of the season. They'll lose against the Colts. You wouldn't think that would be the case, but I I think that's another late blunder. So I think they're going to lose at home against Indianapolis. They'll beat the Giants. They'll lose at Green Bay, and they will win their final finale at Chicago. Soldier Field, book it. The Vikings will sweep the Bears. They'll sweep the Lions. They'll get swept by the Packers, and it might leave them on the bubble. But I got the Minnesota Vikings, your Minnesota Vikings, going 10-7. and 10-7. and seven. On the bubble, can't win the NFC North. Green Bay, I think, is going to get it again somehow, some way. I hate it. I can't stand it. But the Packers are going to get it again, and uh, the Vikings are going to be on the bubble, but probably on that in that playoff picture right there. That'll get it done. Ten and seven. Will I be wrong because they just eight and nine? Will it be seven and ten? I I, I don't think it can be. I think that's big disappointment. Got to go winning season. Got rid of Mike Zimmer. Everybody was upset. I'll give it to him. Yeah, I got a, I got big stretches in there. Some big winning streaks, some big losing streaks. It's up and down we go with the Vikes. You know how it is, you Minnesota sports fans. You know how it is. High, high, low, low, and then the world's on fire, and we don't know what's happening. But they'll finish out 
10 and 7. Now, do you think my Broncos projection is still crazy? Broncos with Russell Wilson, 12 and 5. Vikings, same team, kind of, sort of, 10 and 7. I think it's fair. It's fair. You let me know. We're talking Broncos wins in our question of the day for a chance to win four tickets to the Marshalls Saturday night. Marshalls host Wyoming Mustangs. Saturday night, I got four tickets. How many games will the Denver Broncos win? I say 12. What say you? 720-1067. Broncos record 12-5. and five. Vikings record 10-7. and seven. You heard it May 17th early on the Nate Brown Show. And we're back with Dante Dudley, the head coach of the Rapid City Marshals indoor football team next. You're listening to the Nate Brown Show. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Nate Brown Show and like us on Facebook by searching Fox Sports Rapid City. Today on Hey Culligan, buy to save. Here's a text from Devin in Denver. Hey Culligan, I'd love a water softener, but I don't want to pay for it. Devin, I can't help you there, but a Culligan high-efficiency softener can help you save oodles on energy and detergent, so the savings can be even greater than the cost. And I'm getting a mind-blown emoji followed by... Yes, please. Devin, the savings are already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Lows level off around 51. Tonight, under partly cloudy skies with a chance for scattered thunderstorms. Westerly winds, 8 to 15 miles per hour. Sunshine mixed with clouds at times. Tomorrow, highs level off around 72. Partly cloudy tomorrow night. Lows it down to about 52. Chance for scattered showers Thursday and Friday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 67. I'm Dean Orand, and I'm running for District 33, House of Representatives. I've been a lifelong Republican and involved in this community for the past 37 years. As a business owner and active volunteer, I see what an amazing place we live in, and I'm committed to upholding the values and way of life we enjoy in the Black Hills. It's time for a fresh, conservative approach in peer, focused on our values, limited government, and public service. I ask for your support on June 7th. Learn more about me at deanfor33.com. Paid for by Dean Orange for District 33. What can Elevate Performance do for your athlete? Maggie Taylor, Hill City High School. We can't thank Rihanna at Elevate Performance enough. After my surgery, we started an intense rehab program. Since my recovery, we have met with Rihanna on occasion to help strengthen my body so an injury doesn't happen again. I feel like I couldn't be where I am at today as an athlete without the help of Rihanna at Elevate Performance. Get your athlete started at ElevatePerformanceSD.com. With home values rising in the Black Hills, a home equity loan from Black Hills Community Bank is a great way to get ahead. Thinking about home improvements or projects this summer? Apply for a home equity loan from Black Hills Community Bank. You may have cash in your house that you didn't even know about, and it's a great time to be a homeowner. Just think about the potential of what you could do with a home equity loan. Black Hills Community Bank is ready to help. Get started on your home equity loan at bhcbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
In the past, if you needed auto body repair, you had to get multiple estimates and then try to get your car into a shop for repair. Well, not anymore. In most cases, you can stop by one shop, get your estimate, and schedule your car for a repair. The question now becomes which shop you choose. If you like quality, choose J&J Truck and Auto Body. They have ASE, PPG, and Gold iCar certifications that allow them to offer you a nationwide warranty. And they'll work with your insurance company so you're pleased with the outcome. J&J Truck and Auto Body, 1513 East Philadelphia. Get away from it all in the great outdoors for lasting family memories with a new or pre-owned RV from Dakota Discount RV. We make your RV experience fun and easy by providing you with a quality recreational vehicle, competitive pricing, and professional sales and service. Our large inventory of fifth-wheelers, travel trailers, toy haulers, and live-in horse trailers allows us to save our customers thousands of dollars compared to most dealers. Stop by and see us at Dakota Discount RV, 3330 East Mall Drive across from Cabela's and on JB Road, Black. Clock. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side by sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Good stuff on a Tuesday, man. We're back on the Nate Brown Show, your sports, your show, from the biggest national names, the local sports newsmakers, all right here. Coming up, we'll talk to NFL prospect, South Dakota State tight end, Tucker Craft. Tucker Craft, man, he's been recruited heavily. I mean, even in the, uh, you know, universities out there saying, hey, you should transfer here, but the Jackrabbits tight end said, I'm going back to South Dakota State. And he'll join us live coming up. He's got some big NFL dreams here, and a lot of people think he could be a great NFL tight end after another season with the Jackrabbits. Tucker Craft on the way. He's from Timber Lake, South Dakota. We'll talk to him. Quite a story. Cody Tucker's on the way, covers the Wyoming Cowboys for 7220 Sports. What will happen with the Wyoming program? They lost a lot of players in the transfer portal. I mean, a lot of players. Talk to Cody Tucker on the way. Okay, let's get into this. Rapid City Marshals indoor football. They are back at home Saturday. It's the Marshals at the Summit Arena at the Monument against the Wyoming Mustangs. The head coach of the Marshals on all season is Dante Dudley. Coach, good to get you back. How are you? Good. How you been? Doing all, doing all right, man. I want to I want to get your take on this for people that aren't quite up to speed on it. Um, I wanted to say, okay, you guys lose on the road at Billings, and, and you've kind of, you know, you've had these road stretches. It's been kind of tough. It's an inaugural season, and then one thing people may not be aware: a lot of injuries and some key ones, quarterbacks, and you're you're throwing wide receivers into quarterbacks. So talk about the um, challenge the last few weeks. Yeah, the injury bug has definitely bit us. I think we're at about 15 for the season. Uh, I think we've started five different quarterbacks at the position over the last five weeks. Um, well, and then on Sunday, we lost our starting center prior to the game, and then we lost our backup center within two possession, uh, two series of the, of the game. So we've, we've had a, yeah, we've had the injury bug. It's, it's very challenging. You get 25 guys. Did I lose him? Are you still there, coach? Hmm. I think Vast is uh, having a little bit of issues. Let's see if we can reconnect with him. Coach, are you there? Well, it seems like some guys are just dropping out 
some some things are just dropping like uh, very quickly here. So we'll see if we can track him uh, back down. You know, we've had some issues of uh, guests getting into the studio line. So we'll see if we can track him back down. Uh, we were talking Rapid City Marshals indoor football. We'll see if Dante Dudley can uh, join us again, the head coach of the Marshals. You look at uh, a couple of things here, and I'll, I'll expand on this. Uh, the Marshals are 1-6. Okay, so people are looking from the outside, even just sports fans right now here in Rapid City saying, oh, big struggle. And then you just heard him as we had him on for a short time. Five different quarterbacks the last five weeks. And this isn't a league where you just, you know, you can pull in that guy, pull in this guy. I mean, when it comes down to it, it's not easy to get some players, quick notice, short notice, into the league. And uh, they've had to go wide receivers. Hey, let's try this guy out. Let's try that guy out. Now he says we lost a center and another center. Um, so all of this stuff, and people say, well, these are excuses. They are the, the excuse thing. There's a couple of factors here. First season, um, new team. Then you throw in that scenario, injury, quarterback, the, the whole thing. That's where things can go awry. So they lose on the road this last weekend at Billings, a really tough go. And then now they're back at home, a team that I think they can compete with. You look at just from the um, the records, and you look at the season, they have the Wyoming Mustangs coming in Saturday night, Summit Arena at the Monument. We'll see if we can track Dante Dudley down. It's been kind of a struggle on the uh, studio line. One and six record for the Marshals, trying to get back in the win column. And I, and I will say this, as long as things can improve and pick up, I know Dante, so one of those things, this head coach, what can you do about this or that? As I said, it's not a scenario where you got a huge depth chart and guys are ready to go. Um, that's not the scenario, the type of league that they're in. Injuries hit you and things go awry pretty quickly. Marshals against the Wyoming Mustangs. Uh, by the way, if you want tickets for Saturday night, I've got four. And I went to these games. I'm going, you know, people have asked me, have you been to the Marshalls? Absolutely. Had a lot of fun with it. Had a lot of fun. I went uh, early on and, and been seeing them. They've been on the road quite a bit. Now they're back at home Saturday against the Wyoming Mustangs. Four tickets. If you text the line, okay, text the line, 720-1067 on the Barons-Wilson text line. But you have to answer the question of the day, which is the Denver Broncos. You tell me how many wins they will have, Okay. 720-1067 on the Barons-Wilson text line. How many wins for the Denver Broncos in 2022? And uh, we'll pull off a winner on the Barons-Wilson text line from the submissions here. Let's uh, see what we got. Denver 10 or 11. Denver 10 or 11. So you're not quite as positive as me. Denver 7. <laughs> I know there's going to be some of you guys out there. That's another one. Seven wins. Are you just trying to jab me? Try to Try to hit me a little bit? Uh, let's see another one. Uh, Broncos eleven and six. Eleven and six. That's fair. That's you just have to tell me you're not quite as positive. Um, Twelve and five for the Broncos. Hey, that's that's just like you're right on with me. Right on with me. Twelve and five. Okay. Um, let's uh, see another one. Um, eight wins. Eight and nine. Okay, let's run through it. 720-1067. It's an interesting path here that you guys are uh, forging. Some Broncos fans I can see are right in that 10, 11, 12 mark like me. 
So, well, I don't know. Maybe you're not fans, but you're trying to be fair. We got Russell Wilson. I don't know if you guys saw those headlines last few months. But uh, anyway, so I go 12 and 5. You guys say some of these are 7, 7, 8, 9. Then we got 10, 11. Uh, here's one. I'm with you on the Vikings record at 10 and 7. Oh, okay. I, I want the Broncos record, okay? We'll, we'll, we'll let you uh, sound off on the Vikings if you want to. Uh, Broncos 11 and 6. Broncos 11 and 6. Broncos 9 and 8. Come on. Come on. Broncos 12 and 5. Yes. Yes. Now we're talking. Um, Broncos, uh, we're freezing up. Oh, no. You didn't just do this. You didn't just do this. This is, we're trying to be uh, comedians. I mean, oh, we, we could have a comedy hour on this program. I don't think you'd enjoy it as much, but we could have a comedy hour, and this guy's going to lead it. This guy's going to lead it. Listener text, Broncos record, 5-12. and 12. <laughs> You're, you're, you're going to lead the comedy hour as we start the Drive at 5 comedy hour. Led by uh, yours truly. I like that guy. He's a nice guy. Uh, let's see. Colin Cowherd's picking the Broncos to win the AFC West. We'll go 11-6. and six. Yeah, I know. And that's almost the kiss of death, by the way. I mean, you, you could tell me I'm a Broncos homer. But when you got Colin Cowherd really say, oh, 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 here we go, here we go. Kiss of death. Please, Colin. Take a breather. Take a breather. Don't set us up for failure. So it's interesting. Let's uh, update the poll before we get to our next topic. I want to get into the drive at five. Hang on. Um, the votes are updated. The Denver Broncos will win how many games in 2022? On Twitter, you guys say 47% under 10, 43% 10 plus, 9% 12 plus. I mean, I am a little surprised by that. What's a, what's is a good record 12 and 5? That's a good record. I think that's almost that's like an expected record. That's that's an expected record. 11 12 wins. You got to have that if you got Russell Wilson and the Broncos. You got to have that. You guys are 9% and you say 12 plus 47% and you say under 10 only in your dreams. Only in your dreams. Um, we're coming back with this. I want to get into this. Uh, this is uh, something that I talked about yesterday, but I'm gonna I'm gonna spin it. So youth sports, I told you yesterday, massive business, 19 billion dollars per year in this country. Okay, I just saw this. What is Rapid City doing to step into the youth sports business and maybe make a little money for our economy? off the youth sports business. I just saw this. It's interesting. And plus, we'll get at this story. There's a new bill out in California with college athletes. How much money could a college football player make from the university? That's that from the university at USC? That's next. Your sports, your show. This is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. From the minute you wake up to the moment you fall asleep, Black Hills Energy is here to support, inspire, and drive your next adventure. Because supporting your day-to-day is our everyday. And we are always here, ready for your next step. Black Hills Energy, ready. 
Denny Menhold Dealers are serving up a grillin', chillin', and thrillin' summer. Register to win a side-by-side at any Menhold dealership. Other prizes like a Traeger smoker from Black Hills Fireplace, Grill and Fire Pit, Golfer Red Rocks, Dakota Butcher, Sickies Garage, Plant Smith, and more. While you're in, check out what's hot on the lot. With trade-in values at an all-time high, there's never been a better time to buy. Your grillin', chillin', and thrillin' summer starts at Denny Menhold Dealerships Rapid City and MenholdSummer.com. Building new is a great way to get the home of your dreams, especially in this crazy housing market. Black Hills Federal Credit Union can help. Finance up to 95% of your project with BHFCU's single-close construction loan and experience peace of mind when you lock in your rate at the beginning of the process. Learn more at BHFCU.com or text or call 605-718-1818. BHFCU is a member-owned, not-for-profit, equal housing lender. If you're grilling this weekend, be sure to have plenty of Village Hearth Buns on hand. Fancy equipment and secret sauces are great, but once you've mastered the basics, it's all about the bun. Your perfectly grilled hamburgers and hot dogs deserve the best, and with several varieties to choose from, including unsliced old-fashioned, classic white, wheat, Pennsylvania Dutch potato, and flavorful gourmet onion, the bakers at Village Hearth have the buns your family will love. Village Hearth Buns, baking our best for you. KIMM Rapid City and K294BT Rapid City. This is the Black Hills Sports Station, 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. Hey, Rapid City, you've heard me talk about 454. Have you been there yet? If you're looking for the best place to have a cold one, they have the best selection by far. 454 downtown with 54 taps of beer from local and regional breweries. Bingo night on Tuesdays, a great sports area upstairs, and they bring in live music. 454 has something for everybody, and the food is unbelievable. There's no place like it in the region, and we have it right here in Rapid City. 454 downtown Main Street. Fans know some things just go together. Slam dunks and three-pointers, face paint and super fans, game days and tailgates. I'm State Farm agent Scott Carlson, and I know another winning combination, home and auto. Me and my team are here to help life go right when you combine your home and auto insurance, which saves you time and money. So get your home and auto on the same team and score some savings. Call me, State Farm agent Scott Carlson, at 342-0188. Physical therapy, athletic training, and sports science all at one place. Physio in Rapid City. Dr. Dan Jensen and his team at Physio are ready to help you perform at your best. From the youth athlete to the active adult, trust the team at Physio. Physio offers the skilled, personalized approach to physical therapy and athletic training. Building the best athletes in the Black Hills as the official strength and conditioning provider for Stevens Central and the Rapid City Rush. Learn more at bhphysio.com. City, it's Doug Gottlieb. Join me weekdays from 1 to 4 right here on 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. And now let's get you back to the Nate Brown Show, Rapid City's sports talk show. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show live on Fox Sports Rapid City. We are just battling today. We are just battling. You know, we're live on radio, right? We're live from our downtown studio on Fox Sports Rapid City. Our engineer makes everything work so well. Everything's working. And our phone company is taking the day off here. (laughs) 
our phone company of our studio lines. Uh, everything's down right now, but we're live. We got content. We're good to go. Have some great guests lined up if we can get them through, because all this stuff we do over the phones, right? So we patch them in. We get them into the studio over the phone line. So we'll try and do this. I have Tucker Kraft lined up, South Dakota State tight end, NFL prospect. Tucker Kraft now. That's a big timer. He got some big offers in the name, image, and likeness world, like six figures. Did you hear this story? He got like six-figure offers from other universities. Said, hey, leave South Dakota State and come play for us. He didn't do it. He's back with the Jackrabbits. We're going to talk to him live, I think. We'll see if our phone line <laughs> is working. We're, we're going to plug away. It's like swimming through oatmeal, but I'm a grinder. You know, we're, we're going to work at this. Um, Cody Tucker's coming up live from Laramie, we hope. Covers Wyoming for 7220 Sports. A discussion on if the Power 5 college football programs break off and form their own league away from the NCAA, what happens to the rest of college football? That was our first question of the day today. Um, what do you say about that? A lot of people voting on that. We'll get to that uh, with Cody Tucker. Covers Wyoming and the Mountain West for 7220 Sports. Um, having a lot of fun, by the way, uh, with our records. At least the text line is working. Okay, So the text line's all separate. Same number. Barron's Wilson text line. You bet. 720-1067. Text us if you want to be part of the show. We, I don't think we could take uh, calls right now, but we'll, we'll see if that gets ironed out. I don't have control over the phone company. So 720-1067 on the Barron's Wilson text line. A lot of you, I'm asking you, how many wins for the Denver Broncos? How many wins for the Denver Broncos? Listener text. If Russell Wilson stays healthy, Broncos will be a tough out in the playoffs. 12 and 5. Oh, and how about this? If the Vikings defense stays healthy, I can see them 10 and 7 or 11 and 6. Skull. <laughs> there you go. Hey, I said I said today, so I'm on the record if you missed the first hour in the Drive at 5 brought to you by Summit Automotive Group, the Drive at 5 on the record, it is Broncos 12 and 5 from the Nate Brown show, 12 and 5 for the Broncos. You got to hit the number. The, the, the Vegas number is 10.5, so I'm going to go over that. 12-5. and Got to be up there with Russell Wilson or it's, it's, uh, you're not going to meet expectations. This is Super Bowl caliber. That's where the Broncos have gone from irrelevant for five, six years to Super Bowl caliber. Got to have it. Um, and then I say Vikings 10-7. and seven. That was my fish. I went game by game by game. I think I did a fair uh, assessment there. I didn't go over the top, didn't go crazy, but uh, the Vikings are going to have some big swings, some big stretches where they win eh, like four in a row, and then I get them losing three in a row. And uh, that, that would be familiar territory sometimes. Sometimes things get a little low. So I go Vikings 10-7, and seven, not winning the NFC North. They'll get swept by the Packers. I hate to say it because I don't like Green Bay at all, but I don't think they're going to get that done, but they'll sweep the Lions and the Bears this year. And I uh, think it'll be enough to get them on the playoff uh, situation there, 10-7. and seven. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Listener text. Nate, I think the landline phones are all down. Someone must have cut the fiber. <laughs> okay. Hey, careful out there. we got a radio show to do. All right. Bigger things uh, to uh, take care of. I understand. Okay, let me get into this. Let me get into this. Um, I discussed this a couple of weeks ago. But it was just in the infancy stages. So I discussed it a couple of weeks ago, and I said, where's it going to go? Is it even going to get out of committee? Is it going to get out of committee? Well, it's, it's made it through two committees. This is a college athlete bill, 
through the legislature, uh, I should say the assembly is what they call it, in California. California was the first state what? Do we all know? To legalize name, image, and likeness payments, sponsorships for college athletes. Okay, so you kind of walk through the timeline here. California started that whole thing that went into effect July 1st, this past year. Now they're taking another step in Senate Bill 1401, which I talked about a few weeks ago. This is the College Athlete Equity Act. College Athlete Equity Act. And it goes right to what? The universities should share the money that they're making off of revenue-generating sports to those athletes in that sport. So what they're looking at is this. California schools, the UCLA's, the Cal's, the San Diego State's, they would share 50% of their revenues in football and basketball. Football and basketball is what they call it, or is what they look at. Those are the revenue generators in many of these, okay? And they'd share 50%. Of the annual revenue, 50%. That's what this bill is saying. I said, I don't know how far this is going to go because uh, you're going to have some university power brokers that say, well, this is going to be a mess. Because, for example, if USC generates $50 million a year in football and they would have to you know, spend some money on scholarships, let's say $10 million, the remaining $40 million with this bill, the remaining $40 million would be split. $20 million to the school. Good luck. Have fun. I hope you can cover all the expenses of the other sports. And then $20 million funding the athletes. They would be put into an account. So the estimates, like a USC football player during his career, could earn up to $200,000 per year. That's, that's just direct money from the school revenue generation. That's, that's not the name, image, and likeness market. They could also go and get that money. So I'm, I'm going to tell you, I, I said a few weeks ago, I don't love this one. I don't love this one. I think we just keep going further and further and further. It feels like we're just the next step. And it, I think people are trying to think, hey, how can we, you know, the, the sports are making money. But the athletes on those teams, the majority of them still aren't seeing a big cut of the money. I'm a believer in name, image, and likeness is my brand, my personal story, okay? My personal success. I can hit the free market, and I can get some dollars through this sponsorship, this TikTok, this whatever they do, whatever they do. I don't know if the backup left guard has to get $200,000 a year based on the revenue generated from the football program that, yes, I'm a part of, but am I really, really making those dollars on top of the scholarship, too? On top of the scholarship? So um, I'm getting the scholarship. USC, great university, right? So that's that's expensive, right? Getting the scholarship, getting any name, image, and likeness, that's on me to do. That's on me to do in the free market, right? Some guys are making a lot of money. And now I get to... Uh, sharing the revenue, $200,000 a year, just a number based on projections, the USC football, $200,000 a year. And that's why here's, here's what's the deal. Here's what the deal is. This bill in, uh, has went through the Senate Education Committee, passed. Senate Judiciary Committee, passed. 
Now it's in the budgetary process, appropriations. So that's where this is at. They're going to vote on this in the appropriations committee. They look at the budget, look at how it impacts things. Thursday. So, so you're talking the next 48 hours. I, I didn't. I, I wasn't like, oh, this is going to for sure happen. It's kind of like, I don't think this is going to work, right? I don't think this is going to work, and I still don't think it is. But, boy, I've been wrong before. I, <laughs> I didn't think the uh, name, image, and likeness thing would absolutely explode, and you got this guy getting this and this guy getting that, and we're just uh, no holds barred. It's just off the charts, off the rails. I don't think this is going to work, and, and I'll say this why. The other sports, the Olympic sports, the non-revenue-generating sports, and there's a lot of them, whether that's at USC, Stanford, UCLA, Cal, whatever, those need dollars, and football and slash basketball to a point, they pay for those budgets. Those sports don't generate revenue, and we still want those athletes in, involved in college athletics, right? So you actually, uh, here I'm seeing uh, UCLA, what, what is this, UCLA and Cal have, have been throwing around. They're threatening like, hey, if this, if this were to go through, we'd drop out of FBS. We would drop out of FBS because we, we wouldn't be able to afford all this stuff. We wouldn't be able to afford the, the requirements and the whole thing. So we'd just drop out of FBS. So what I tell you is this is in the Appropriations Committee to vote on Thursday. I'm a little surprised it's made it through the education, made it through the judiciary, and now it's in the Appropriations sharing 50% of annual revenues to the players from football and basketball on top of everything else. And then I look at the rest of the university sports, and I go, uh, good luck. Good luck. Careful. I don't have all the budgets in front of me, so I can't tell you how much lacrosse costs or how much swimming costs or how much hockey costs, whatever. But I will tell you, it's uh, not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. Everybody thinks, oh, no, we're going to steal away from the administrators and all the bloated coaches' salaries and all the bloated administrators. Guess what? They're still going to get paid. I hate to break it to you. They're still going to be paying big dollars for Lincoln Riley. They're still going to be paying huge dollars for the basketball coaches Cronin at UCLA. Okay, They're going to be paying big dollars. You know what they're not going to pay big dollars on? The sports that don't generate money. So they'll just say, see ya. Careful. Careful with it. That's uh, the latest. It's happening Thursday, the vote. And then if it gets through the Senate... It'll go to the governor's desk, but a couple of steps before then. Back with Cody Tucker, I hope, live from Wyoming. Okay, we'll see if we're up and running or not. Um, by the way, I still have to tell you about this story. What's Rapid City looking to do to take advantage of our area, the Black Hills, this great destination when it comes to sports? I like this headline. It's on the way. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show, streaming live at FoxSportsRapidCity.com and right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City.
Have you hit a pothole or curb with your car? Does your vehicle need an adjustment or have an alignment, shock, or strut issue? Black Hills Tire is your one-stop shop for complete automotive service and repair in the Black Hills area. Trust your vehicle with no one else but Black Hills Tire. Contact Weston, Denise, and the guys at Black Hills Tire, where honesty, reliability, and safety is their top priority. Black Hills Tire voted the number one shop for automotive repair and brake repair and tire store in the Black Hills. Ask about their free pickup and delivery. Black Hills Tire. Check them out online at BlackHillsTire.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Lows level off around 51 tonight under partly cloudy skies with a chance for scattered thunderstorms. Westerly winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. Sunshine mixed with clouds at times tomorrow. Highs level off around 72. Partly cloudy tomorrow night. Lows it down to about 52. Chance for scattered showers Thursday and Friday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 67. I'm Dean Orand, and I'm running for District 33, House of Representatives. I've been a lifelong Republican and involved in this community for the past 37 years. As a business owner and active volunteer, I see what an amazing place we live in, and I'm committed to upholding the values and way of life we enjoy in the Black Hills. It's time for a fresh, conservative approach in Pierre, focused on our values, limited government, and public service. I ask for your support on June 7th. Learn more about me at deanfor33.com. Paid for by Dean Dean Orange for District 33. I'm Tyler Hogan, and this is my wife, Dee, and we own DTI Vet Supply. Pioneer Bank has been very good to us. All our banking is with Pioneer Bank. What you find oftentimes in big corporate banks is they don't allow people to run their business the way that it should be ran. And without a doubt, it's been just an easy, easy relationship with Pioneer Bank. Very easy. Yeah, we support them because, you know, they support us. Pioneer Bank and Trust is local. Pioneer Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Hi, folks. Kevin McPherson, McPherson Auction Company. On today's online-only auction, we have motorcycles, four-wheelers. We have a John Deere riding mower, flatbed trailers, cargo trailers, gooseneck trailers, utility trailers of all kinds. We have a John Deere 850 dozer. We have a Fiat Alice 218 dozer, a Galleon 118 grader, New Holland 185 skid loader, and attachments. There's tools. There's a Lincoln wire feed welder, a portable sawmill, you name it. That's all closing this evening at 6 p.m. For more details, go to McPhersonAuction.com. Why choose Renewal by Anderson for your replacement windows? First of all, comfort. Your home will be so much more comfortable and quiet, especially when it's frigid outside or blazing hot. Renewal by Anderson is a five-star energy partner. Our windows could help you cut your energy bills significantly. Our windows can also significantly increase the value of your home. Our installers are certified full-time experts, not subcontractors. We're local people. Renewal by Anderson is a family business. If you want to talk to the owner, Andy, he's one phone call away. We have the strongest warranty out there. We stand behind our work like no other. Please read our outstanding customer reviews. We always have great financing options, too. There's no reason to wait. You could probably have new windows in your entire home for less than your cable bill each month. And when was the last time that cable bill paid you back like our windows will in energy savings, home value, and comfort? Please visit us on the web at rbarapidcity.com to learn about our financing and book your free in-home consultation. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City.
welcome back in. How are you? Hey, we're uh, doing okay. We're doing okay. It's a Tuesday, man. It's like, okay, we got all these guests lined up, right? We got all these guests lined up. Quality content, thought-provoking sports talk. Guests from across the country and right here in South Dakota, like a NFL prospect tight end, Tucker Craft. And then the fiber gets cut. No, I don't know. I don't want to break any news here, but our phone lines are down. But So we're out on that. You know, what's good about this is uh, I got a lot of stuff today. I got a lot of stuff today. You know that. You know that. We're coming prepared on the Nate Brown Show, Fox Sports Rapid City. Uh, but, yes, our phone line, studio line's down. So a lot of the guests, you're like, hey, is, is this guest, that guest? We're going to track these guys back down. I'm texting Tucker Craft, South Dakota State tight end, saying, hey, we'll get you back on. So we'll do that soon, all right? Uh, we get a lot of a lot of things to cover this week, so we'll be busy. Um, there's a lot of stuff to hit today, including our question of the day. I was just going to have um, Cody Tucker on from Wyoming. He covers the Cowboys 7220 Sports. And um, I'm excited to tell you, I'm excited to tell you, we may have a little bit of uh, excitement with the Wyoming Cowboys here on Fox Sports Rapid City, okay? Just just might have a little bit of excitement. I got a little uh, Wyoming Cowboys mini helmet here in the studio. That might be a sign of things to come. But um, just, just stay tuned. Stay tuned on that. But I was going to talk to Cody Tucker at Wyoming Why. I'm, I'm interested in... What you really think, and our first question of the day is, if there's this big transformation, and I just told you about this California story, where you know the name, image, and likeness appears to not even be enough now for for enough athletes. Which, you know, to me, it's a, eventually you got to just pump the brakes. I, I would think, I would think some of this you have to think about what's the best for the overall student athlete and athletic department. You know, football and basketball feed the bulldog, but that doesn't mean every single football player should get $200,000 a year as opposed to the track star who may not even be able to to have a sport in existence if we're not able to pay for these sports. Those That's the give and take here. Everybody's like, oh, the athletes should make this money, but you got to find the right balance. I believe your personal brand and the free market and your personal ability to market yourself and to, to do whatever as an athlete, that's one thing. I don't want to – we don't have to totally limit your rights there. I think we, we needed some guardrails because we kind of are in trouble here. But you got to find the right balance. So if we keep having this, these, this big transformation and the haves have everything, let's just say the FBS breaks off power five. So I asked this at the beginning of the show, if you're joining us in the Drive at Five tonight. I said if the FBS Power Five top programs, let's just say about 50 of them, they go off and do their own thing and they've got the TV deals and the college football playoff and all the money and the whole thing. I ask you seriously, what happens to the rest of college football? And I'm going to ask Cody Tucker that if we can get him on 7220 Sports. He's been a Wyoming fan uh, through and through. He's been there since my brother played. He now covers the team, started his own site, does a great job covering the Pokes at 7220. And I was going to ask Cody, honestly, what happens to the Mountain West, the Wyomings, the Air Forces, the whoever you want to say, the Navies? I mean, the, the list goes on to these mid-tier group of fivers. What happens to them is my question of the day. Do they survive or do they eventually you know it's like like i mentioned late last night on this show 
they become irrelevant because the real college football players and the stars are in this league, the Georges, Clemsons, Notre Dames, and then you got these guys over here, which, you know, in the world of college sports, well, that's that's JV. That's that's club over there. That's like a club sport. I'm serious about that. Would that happen? Let's update it really quick here. Um, if the top 50 college football programs broke off from the NCAA, started their own league, what happens to the rest of the college football programs? 57% of you say the small programs would still be okay. <sighs> What's that mean, okay? They aren't going to have hardly, they aren't going to have as much money. They'll tell you that right now because they're getting a, a share of the college football playoff right now. They're getting better TV deals because they're more valuable as of now. I don't. I don't think they're going to become more valuable, but um, because they're they're going to be less relevant, less watched, I believe. But fifty-seven uh, percent of you say the small programs would be okay if this happened. Twenty-seven percent say the small programs would benefit more. People have more interest. Seventeen percent of you say. The small programs would eventually die. The small programs would eventually die. Um, that's interesting. Interesting you mentioned that. Okay, let me know on the Barron's Wilson text line if you haven't voted in that. 720-1067. 720-1067 on the Barron's Wilson text line. Uh, let's see. Listener text. The only way that college football survives for the next generation with the top 50 teams is forcing a percentage of revenue to be passed down to the smaller programs that field teams. Something similar to what England does with their soccer teams. Interesting. So you would say they would still have to get a share of that money from the Ohio States and the Alabamas that are going to create their own league? They're still going to feel sorry for Boise State and Wyoming and Colorado State? (laughs) I don't think they will. I know what you're getting at, but I don't think they're going to feel too sorry about that. And the NCAA is not going to force them to do anything because they're not in control anymore. Um, interesting. I, I think eventually it's a sad thing, but I think the uh, smaller programs would, wouldn't would happen overnight. They'd be in big trouble from a revenue standpoint, a TV standpoint, an interest standpoint. They'd be in big trouble. Let me touch on this really quick. I wanted to get this story out in the Drive at Five. And um, we've reached out, and I hope we can get her on. So yesterday you heard me talk on the show about what? The youth sports business empire. The youth sports business model. The research and data just came out, and this year the youth sports business, it generates $19.2 billion. Youth sports across the country. This is everything and anything, okay? Youth sports business, $19.2 billion a year. That surpasses the NFL. So I hit on that yesterday and discussed it, how it happens and, and the whole thing. That doesn't mean it's a negative thing. By the way, I've always been a big proponent of what? Rapid City, the Black Hills, are we in the game when it comes to sports, tourism, and economic impact for our local businesses and our community. You can have an opportunity here when it comes, hey, the game is youth sports is a big business. So is Rapid City in the game? I feel like we have fallen off there. I feel like we haven't been in that game as much as Sioux Falls, for example. They have a sports authority. 
They go to NCAA conventions. They try and get events across the board. They have facilities being built across the board. But I've got news for you. I think this is a good thing. I've reached out, and we'll see if we can have this discussion. The new CEO of Visit Rapid City coming in, this in, in charge of tourism, in charge of economic impact, right? Uh, attracting events here, conventions, uh, all sorts of stuff. She has taken an approach, and I've seen this, looking at a youth sports commission. This, uh, this is kind of the first step I've heard recently that, you know, uh, there's going to be some discussions about what's Rapid City doing as far as youth sports events. And this is kind of specific right now to youth sports. I'm going to take it even further than that, though. I'm going to say we just need a general sports commission. My feeling is, as I've watched it over the years, we got the monument now. There's uh, more new facilities being built. There's going to be one box elder, right? Not, not massive, but big enough to attract some sports events. Uh, youth sports events. So this was a good thing. I saw this in the last 24 hours that Visit Rapid City, new CEO, just got hired a, a couple of months ago. I think that was the timeline. And uh, she says, hey, we got to take the steps here of, of building a youth sports commission, recognize the events that we have going on in town. There's some good ones. The Black Hills Rapids host some great tournaments. There's a great softball tournament, right? I know that for a fact. So there are some things going on. You don't have to reinvent the wheel, but I believe we can do more from a regional and even national point uh, uh, perspective. I know it's just little old Rapid City and we're humble and we this and we that. We can get in the game on this, I think, with uh, the attractions we have and the area we have. I'll tell you, we know uh, how great it is. It's great. Will we get in the game on it? It sounds like we're going to try to. That's the first step. It may not be the sports authority that Sioux Falls has now. They have, they have the sports authority. They have sponsors. They have the whole thing behind it. But step by step, you start Visit Rapid City says, hey, how about a youth sports commission? Let's get some folks on that. Let's look at what are we doing now? What can we do? How about sponsorship support? And it goes from there. And sports tourism in Rapid City can grow. That's good for what? You, businesses, our economy, and it all goes together so well. I think we should use our, our area and take advantage of it. I just don't think we've been in some big conversations. And I think we're about ready to at least start that conversation. Good to hear. Back with an update on this one. So name, image, and likeness says... Hey, this is college players are making all of this money, right? College athletes are making all of this money. Well, guess what? Nike just announced their first name, image, and likeness deal for this type of athlete. That's next. The Nate Brown Show. June 4th. Kenwood Moto presents all-in freestyle motocross and pro arena cross race. X Games athletes, motocross racing, snowmobile backflips, giveaways, meet and greets with top riders. See unbelievable tricks with the pros flying over 75 feet gaps. Featuring Jeremy Twitch Stenberg, Genki Watanabe, Winter X Games snowmobile medalist Willie Elam, and more. June 4th, Days of 76 Event Complex. For more details, go to deadwoodallin.com. 
Collins Siding has been the region's premier window siding door and gutter installation specialist since 1974. They use only the highest quality materials and never compromise on their workmanship. Collins Siding is licensed, bonded, and their estimates always include labor, materials, and applicable permits and taxes. Collins Siding has been providing top quality service and exceeding high standards for over 45 years. And you can find out how by visiting them at 2016 Cherry Avenue. Collins Siding, 2016 Cherry Avenue, Rapid City. Cadillac Jack's Gaming Resort is the place to stay and play in Deadwood. How about this? Bet on the game, watch the game, and play your favorite table game. You can do it all at Cadillac Jack's with BetMGM. From roulette to craps to blackjack, they have TVs all around. You won't miss a second of the game. Make your plans now to stay and play in Deadwood with Cadillac Jack's and BetMGM. Everything you want in one place. Where can you get surprisingly great rates on auto and renter's insurance? At State Farm. I'm State Farm agent Matt McCormick, and I'm your one-stop shop in Rapid City for protecting your car and your stuff for surprisingly great rates. So stop looking around. Call me, State Farm agent Matt McCormick, for surprisingly great auto and renter's rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Hi, this is David Brunman with Coldwell Banker in Rapid City. Have you thought about buying your first home or maybe upgrading to a home that you will really love? Real estate is an important investment that you want to get right. I have been in the business of finding the right home for 15 years. To get started, contact me, David Brenneman, at 415-0044. Let's open the door to your new home and say hello to a goodbye with me, David Brenneman, at 415-0044. Everyone knows scratch tickets make great gifts during the holidays. But think about it. Scratch tickets are a perfect pick-me-up for a lot of occasions. Need to thank someone? Give them a scratch. Need to say I'm sorry like you really mean it? Give a scratch. Say congrats to that promotion. New house or your friend's new dog that looks more like a possum than a poodle. You know that thing likes a good scratch. The next time you need a gift that says whatever like you mean it, quit scratching your head and just give them a scratch. Scratch tickets from the South Dakota Lottery. Good fun. Must be 18 to play. Please play responsibly. Do you have plans to hit the open road this summer? No matter your style, Black Hills Federal Credit Union is ready to meet your needs and make financing your next vehicle easy. With rates as low as 2.29% APR, now is the time to make the switch to the vehicle you've had your eye on. Get pre-approved or apply online at bhfcu.com or text your call 605-718-1818. Offer subject to approval. BHFCU is member-owned and insured by the NCUA. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show on the Drive at 5 on a Tuesday. Brought to you by Summit Automotive Group. Remember, before you buy, stop by SummitAutoGRP.com. Right there on your phone. Take a look at the inventory. Stacy and Matt working hard. Cars, trucks, SUVs, all there. SummitAutoGRP.com. Great selection. Car buying truly built around you at SummitAutoGRP.com. Find out the Summit difference. And the Drive at 5 on Fox Sports Rapid City. What's your Broncos season win total? 
That's the guest we're looking for today. Listener text 7201067. The Barons Wilson text line. How many games do the Broncos win? What's the record? Nine and eight. I just got that one in here. Nine and eight. Come on. Uh, Listener text, Nate, do the Broncos beat the 49ers? Yes. Yes, they do. It's a little dicey. Because you know why I say that? I don't know where the 49ers are going to be at. Uh, It's a great culture, great team, great coaching. I mean, that whole thing. How about the quarterback? Is it Trey Lance? Is he ready? Is it it Jimmy G? Is it kind of up in the air? Is it Lance learning on the go? So I'll take the Broncos at home. If that's in San Fran, it's over. But it's in Denver. So, uh, yes, the Broncos do beat the 49ers. Do you believe me? All right. 720-1067 on the Barons-Wilson text line. How many games do the Broncos win? Um, send them in. I've got four tickets. I'll give those out at the end of the show tonight to a random texter on the Barons-Wilson text line to the Marshalls game. Four tickets to the Marshalls game Saturday night. Rapid City Marshalls indoor football against the Wyoming Mustangs. A little fun Saturday night. i got four tickets for you if you tell me how many games the Broncos win. Um, so I, I, you would think I'd be fired up about this next story. Yeah. I think you'd probably think, oh, this is out of control. This is, this is nuts. Maybe some people are going to get fired up about it. I'm coming at it from a little different, uh, standpoint. So today it was announced that the major company Nike has signed its first name, image, and likeness deal for what? A high school athlete. So this is official, right? So, so you know, back in the day, there's this, you know, investigation and shoe companies and were shoe companies giving money here or there. Well, you know, who knows? Who knows? There, there was some, you know, shenanigans going on here and there. But here today, now it's all above board. College athletes can make money. And in certain states, high school athletes can make money. Um, only in certain states. So here it is. Nike signed its first high school athlete today to a name, image, and likeness deal. They are soccer players. They are girls, high schoolers at Harvard Westlake High School, Los Angeles, junior and a sophomore. Alyssa and Giselle Thompson, high school soccer players, so good that uh, they're getting a deal today with Nike. And uh, Nike also announced two other uh, deals. A UCLA soccer player, Rylan Turner, and a Stanford golfer, Rachel Heck. But uh, the Thompson girls, junior and sophomore in high school now, signing a deal today with Nike. I mean, <laughs> it's a, that's, a, that's a big deal. They didn't say the money, so, so we don't have the details on the money. But uh, just think about that, that brand. Think, think about this in, in the world of sports. Nike. First ever high school name, image, and likeness deal for a sophomore and junior. They're committed already to play soccer at Stanford, and they are a member of the U.S. national team youth youth team. Okay, We'll see where they go on the U.S. Uh, team. So when it comes down to it, here's how this works. The NCAA approved the policy that allowed college student-athletes to profit off their name, image, and likeness sponsorship deals. And then high school athletes just have to abide by state laws and their high school associations. And so their Harvard-Westlake High School, L.A., they're good to go. The Thompson sisters able to profit off their name, image, and likeness at the high school level. And I said, you guys may think I'm fired up about it. 
I'm not really. I'm not really because I, I look at it, I say this. Uh, there's some major basketball stars. Like, I, I think about, you know, kids that are already stars in high school. Their social media followings off the charts. They, they have all the stuff going on. They're going overseas to play and make money, or they're going to go to Overtime Elite, this new basketball uh, company that's paying these guys six figures and more to play basketball in Overtime Elite. So I'm sitting here saying, once this cat's out of the bag, the horse is out of the barn. Here we go. See how we're doing this again? Stop. Stop. Once this is out, once this is going, we know this is going to get into the high school level. It's already into the high school level. I don't think this is like a big stunner. Oh, wait, a high school kid's going to get a uh, sponsorship deal? I think it's a it's a big one because it's Nike. It's official. Name, image, and likeness. Eh, high school girls, junior and a sophomore. They're signing them. Yeah, it's significant. It's just not one of those things to get all fired up of. Oh, my gosh, this is out of control. Guess what? It already is. It has been. Basketball stars have been lining up and getting uh, all sorts of deals in place. All sorts of deals in place. Well, what about this? What about that? It's just starting a little bit early now in high school. I, I, I have to say, it's not like I'm a number one fan of it. Not like I'm sitting here, oh, I'm excited that a sophomore in high school gets a partnership with Nike and, you know, how big, how big of, uh, you know, you better have a good head on your shoulders, I'll tell you. Better have a good head on your shoulders. You're signing deals like this and with these types of brands and the opportunity there. But it's not going to stop there. This is just the first one for Nike. This whole world got really going in basketball heavy. And uh, my only question would be this now. My question would be this. If you get into the sophomore level in high school, when are we going to see on this show right here on the Nate Brown Show, when am I going to announce, oh, Nike signs a middle schooler. Now Nike signs a a seventh grader, a seventh grade phenom, going to be the best tennis player or whatever you want to say, whatever you want to say. Maybe you could say, well, that's already happened with Serena and Venus <laughs> way back in the day. And maybe you're right, but this is all official now. Will we see it? What What would you say? That That's my only rub on this is hey, I go, I don't love seeing a sophomore in high school get a deal with Nike. It's not out of bounds. It's not out of control. I, I don't love it. Hope they're grounded, humble, centered. Must be great players, right? Junior and sophomore girls in high school going to Stanford, all set. And now with Nike, they got a deal. When's the next one? Are we going to see a middle schooler? My guess would be yes. I don't know when. Next year, a couple years, quicker than that. We see colleges offer middle schoolers already. Big deals to go play at Michigan and wherever else. So why wouldn't Nike identifying the, the next phenom tennis player, soccer player, whatever it is, we can tell this player right here is 14 years old, an eighth grader. It's probably going to happen. Are we going to stop it? Nobody's going to stop it. I don't think so. Coming right back with who's hot and who's not. I've got an update for you as we wrap up tonight with who's hot and who's not. The NCAA made my who's not category last night. How, how did they do this? The NCAA makes my who's not category twice in a row. You're not going to believe this. Next. This is the Nate Brown Show. 
at Ace Steel and Recycling in Rapid City. Our goal is to make recycling your materials so quick, so easy, and so profitable that you'll become a lifetime recycler. At Ace Steel and Recycling, we buy, process, and ship scrap iron, automobiles, stainless steel, and aluminum, including cans and cast. We also buy insulated wiring, as well as copper, brass, lead, batteries, zinc, and tungsten carbide. Visit acesteelusa.com or give us a call at 342-8649. Ace Steel and Recycling, 2830 Eglin Street, Rapid City. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Lows of aloft around 51 tonight under partly cloudy skies with a chance for scattered thunderstorms. Westerly winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. Sunshine mixed with clouds at times tomorrow. Highs of aloft around 72. Partly cloudy tomorrow night. Lows it down to about 52. Chance for scattered showers Thursday and Friday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 67. With two locations in Rapid City, Pizza Ranch is ready to serve your family. Every Wednesday is Kids Day. This is the best deal out there with the best buffet in town. One child, 12 and under, eats free for every regular priced adult at the Pizza Ranch Buffet Wednesdays. And don't forget their senior special every Tuesday for $8.99. The Pizza Ranch Buffet. It's all good at the Pizza Ranch with two locations in Rapid City. And remember, daily online specials for carryout or delivery at Pizza Ranch. Honda True. Discover three tiers of vehicle coverage that work for you. Only at Denny Menholt Rushmore Honda. The inspection is just the beginning. Honda certified pre-owned means peace of mind with incredible benefits like seven-year, 100,000-mile powertrain coverage, up to two complimentary oil changes, 24-7 roadside assistance, inspection report, and three-day exchange option. Check out all the benefits and search inventory at honda-true.com or come by Denny Menholt Rushmore Honda in Rapid City. Your free gold club card is your ticket to the biggest giveaways in Deadwood at First Gold Gaming Resort. Just be actively playing with your card for a chance to win your share of $8,600 in promo play through hot seat drawings every weekend. Win $1,000 in cash every hour from 6 p.m. till midnight on Saturday nights. Or get locked in on the king of all promotions, the $12,000 Golden Cash Blast on Saturday, May 28th. First Gold Gaming Resort. It's where Deadwood begins and the winning never ends. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. All right, all right. Who's hot and who's not on a Tuesday night? Brought to you by the Pizza Ranch on the Nate Brown Show. Pizza Ranch Buffet tomorrow. Here it is, Kids Day. One child, 12 and under, eats free for every regular-priced adult. Wednesdays, Kids Day at the Pizza Ranch Buffet, which is open 11 to 8. Lunch or dinner, all set. Pizza Ranch Buffet, Kids Day tomorrow. Two locations in Rapid City. In my who's hot category, this is interesting number that just came out. You know, we talk sports betting here, and uh, I bet on some sports. Yes, yes, I try and win, okay? Um, this just came out. The women that are now betting on sports is growing rapidly. As a matter of fact, yes, more men bet on sports, okay? Overall, more men bet on sports. That's not a surprise, but guess what? Women participating in sports betting in the last year has grown much faster than men. And, I'm, you know, there's some men that still aren't betting on sports, but that, that's telling you something now. So the popularity of sports betting, um, as it's become, you know, legal in many, many states, and, of course, here in Deadwood, 
Here's the number. 4.6 million women joined sports betting apps this past year. 4.6 million. Female user rates on the sports betting apps grew 115% in one year. The men's sports betting growth rate grew 63%. So, uh, yes, the larger number is men betting on sports. The fastest growing number in the past year, more and more women betting on sports. And uh, Matt Kearney asked me, he said, uh, what about your wife? Is she betting on sports? Well, she she tries, and, and uh, that hasn't worked out so well. So, you know, got to save her money, okay? I mean, let's, let's be careful. Careful with that. Uh, by the way, in our who's hot and who's not, I got to go NCAA again. I got to do it again in my who's not category. Get this. The NCAA had to hire all these lawyers, right? They had to hire all these lawyers the last two years. Why? To, to go to Congress, to fight this legislation, to, oh, name, image, and likeness. Oh, this case, that case. The federal tax records are out. And this past fiscal year, the NCAA spent $52.5 million in outside legal costs. $52.5 million this past year. You want to know how much they've spent in seven years in legal costs? The NCAA, here it is, $304.5 million. Seven years, $304.5 million spent in outside legal expenses by the NCAA. $300 million over seven years? Think about that. Think about that. All just to fight this and fight that and, and, and this and that. And now look at where it's got them. Where's it got them? Nowhere. On the brink of elimination. And you spent $304 million. My goodness. I mean, think about some of the stuff that they could have done and thought about this. And if you're going to spend on legal and, and lawyers and this and that, instead of fighting and fighting and fighting, let's think about ways to work and improve and do things well over the last seven years. Spent $300 million just uh, threw it away. Because now everything's turned on its ear anyway. Hey, thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. Fun show tonight. We're back tomorrow, I think, with a lot of guests. We'll be lined up and ready. The Odd Couple takes over right now. The Nate Brown Show podcast going up tonight.